Transmitting high atop of Florida's peninsula at 108 feet. This is Alpha Mike, and you are listening to episode 250, 250, Who's Cooking the Books? We're going to jump in and explore the defunding the police mystery, and it's something that keeps people with sane heads wondering, are you serious? How to get in contact with us is real easy, radacop.com. You can hear all our episodes. And, of course, radacopnation.com is our official website. We can get more information on us and upcoming episodes and so forth. As you know and I know, we live in difficult times. So it's important to you, if you want to be a concealed carry member of the militia, you're going to need some training. If you're in the New Jersey and Philadelphia area, Kilo Sierra is your guy, and his information is down in the bottom of the show notes. If you're in the area of Florida and you're interested in some gun training, drop me a line on RadarCopNation.com, and if it's not in my area, I will get you a very competent, competent firearms instructor. And of course, if you're thinking about upgrading your gun, a new trigger, a different barrel, if you want to modify it in any sense of the word, if you want to put better, more sophisticated optics on it, if you want to uh, just basically have a cool gun, Pistol Pete the Gunsmith is your man. You won't regret it. Information down on the bottom of the show notes. And... Of course, we encourage all our people that are carrying concealed to have insurance protection such as the USCCA. Look into it today and become a member of, I believe they've grown up to 600,000 members or maybe even more. You need that protection, God forbid, because you know the lawyers, the lawyers are going to come after you. So consider U-S-C-C-A. Today's episode 250, Who's Cooking the Books? The Phenomena of Defund the Police. Who are these intellectuals? These individuals that mind-boggle the rest of the sanity community in telling us that you don't need a police force, that they tell us we can have social workers responding to calls. That they tell you, couldn't you just shoot him in the leg? Couldn't you just hold him? Obviously have no understanding of policing. So they want to defund police departments. Why? Because they know better. We will explore who these people are. But as you know, and I know, we have to go through our three stories, and we have to talk about our bipolar uncle at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, and he has not been doing well lately. He's been pants on fire and acting like, yeah, the angry old man, because his ratings seem to be dropping very fast. So, it's time to call 
the Goof at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. What has he been up to this week? Tasha called the servants of the mental with her bipolar uncle. Uh, bipolar. Our first story takes us to the generosity of Uncle Joe. Sparing no expense, especially since it's tax money, Uncle Joe is generous in giving our terrorists their own nation. And of course, if you have your own nation, you have to protect it. So, here's a list of things that Uncle Joe gave the Taliban nation. Or like he says, the Taliban. He gave them 42,604 light tactical vehicles, better known as Ford Rangers. 22,174 Humvees. 8,998 five-ton capacity medium tactical trucks, MTVs, 1,005 M1249 records recovery vehicles. So these huge tow trucks, you kind of see them. But, you know, they're built for tough bombs and stuff like that. They're ready for it. Mine-resistant ambush protection vehicles, you know, you always need those. 928 of those armored personnel carriers got to move the Taliban around 189 for a total of 75,898 vehicles. Thanks, Uncle Joe. Now let's move over to aircraft. Black Hawk helicopters at 21 million apiece, 110. All yours. The generosity of Joe. Transport cargo planes, 60. Got to move that stuff around. Light attack airplanes 20 and of course intel got to make sure that uh, the taliban's enemies are nowhere around 18 we can only spare 18 but you can have those now let's turn into rifles and attack assault rifles like the leftists say well no gun control over in afghanistan 358,530 rifles pistols which is the m9 and the g19 126,295 just for you guys machine guns 64,363 grenade launches every every good terrorist organization needs grenade launches 25,327 rocket propelled weapons 9,877 Indirect fire weapons, 2,606. And they shoot 60 millimeter mortar, 82 millimeter mortar, and of course, 122 millimeter hauser. You know, it is important for a terrorist nation to keep on going. And let's round it off with some tactical equipment that they need, like night vision. Well, we want to make sure that every Taliban terrorist has one. So we gave them 16,035 of those radio monitoring so they can hear the Americans. 120 of those ground-based surveillance operation. You know, you got to know what's going on. We can only spare eight. So we gave them eight of those. And surveillance balloons, six, for a total of 16,191 tactical equipment that they need. And of course, a whole lot of American military uniforms. You know, 
It's always good. That way you don't know who you're actually shooting at. Thanks, Uncle Joe. Our second story, as Uncle Joe naps with world leaders, he his ratings seem to be getting a little lower each and every day. Nobody really understands. Could it be the issue with Afghanistan? Could it be the trapped Americans that are there now? Currently, there are five aircraft in the airport in Kabul that are trying to leave with American citizens on it. And the Taliban, like Joe says, aren't allowing them to leave. We don't know. Could it be the open borders? Could it be the Delta variant in America? Could it be the booster shots for the coronavirus that have not been approved by the CDC? Hmm. Could it also be that nobody has seen Camilla? Why in the world would Uncle Joe's ratings all of a sudden start drowning? Could it be the Americans pumping gas in their cars at a little higher rate of funding? What in the world could it be? Could it be the mask mandates? What could it be? Uncle Joe. His numbers are going down. But, you know, the thing. Come on, man. Our third story takes us on an oral points bulletin on Camilla. Camilla hasn't seen, nobody has seen head or hair of her ever since Uncle Joe kind of made a couple of boo-boos over in Afghanistan. But never mind, I'm sure she's very busy behind the curtain doing something in support of her own agenda. And there you have it, Uncle Joe and the goof at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue's debacles living in the Bolshevik states of woke. Well, folks, even if we wanted to make it up, we couldn't have that type of imagination. It's so outrageous. But it's time for happy time. We need to pick up your spirits. We need to let you know that living under the Bolshevik states of woke is an adventure. It's like joining the army, the new woke army at that. So today's joke, in order to pick it up a little bit, here we go. A woman in labor suddenly shouts, shouldn't, wouldn't, couldn't, didn't, can't. Don't worry, said the doc. Those are just contractions. Hey, don't get mad at me if you don't remember sixth grade language arts. It's not my fault. Episode 250, who's cooking the books? As the frying pan is on the stove, they're cooking books day and night, especially in democratic cities, because it's all about defund the police. But how exactly are they doing this? Because... Some of it is open, some of it is not. Some of it is so confusing that nobody will ever understand it. And we're going to talk about that. So our friends, the clowns, have told us they're ready. It's time to get on the short bus. Episode 250, Who's Cooking the Books? 
gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the main event. Episode 250, Who's Cooking the Books, as we explore the defunding phenomena in America, we've got nine things on our outline and we're going to go over them now with you. The first subject is defunding. Our second, defund the police movement. Third, George Floyd. Remember him. And the Minneapolis Police Department. And we'll talk about some interesting developments happening over at that police department. Number four, cancel culture. Number five, Marx's background. Number six, how's it going so far? Number seven, Uncle Joe's reallocation funding. Steal from Peter to pay Paul. And number eight, removing or disbanding police correctional units. Number nine, we wrap it all off with so who's cooking the books? That's our outline, and we're going to jump into it. Defunding is obviously, if we look it up and we ask Mr. Webster, we're going to get a general answer. But I'm going to try to put this in logical terms. Defunding is when money is abstracted from your wallet where you used to have $20, but now you've got 10. Defunding means you used to have, but you don't have. Defunding basically means it sucks to be you. Number two, defunding the police movement. When did it start? Well, literally, it started many, many communist moons ago. But in America, every time there was an incident that would get public outcry, there was always those communist socialist influences that would scream up and down that a specific police unit needed to go and needed to go now. And that would be the beginning of our tactical movements against policing it with the defunding clause. Now, of course, after George Floyd, it picked up more intellect and there was an actual strategy on how to do this. So the police defunding movement has been around in the hearts and minds of leftist, communist Bolsheviks for many, many decades. But it was how you deliver that. And that kind of happened after the George Floyd incident. Which is our next outline. George Floyd, you remember him. The guy in Minneapolis where they tackled uh, to the ground and you saw the scenery with the officers on top of him and he died. Sad as that is, the officer was convicted of that as a crime. I believe 
99.9% of the police officers in America and correctional officers in America saw the video and said, what tactical procedure is that police officer using? But that's not what we're really talking about. What we're talking about is the movement. Poor George Floyd would be the stepping stone to the movement of the Bolsheviks. They would also put their foot on George in lifting up their belief system and trying to destroy America's law enforcement. If we look at the Minneapolis Police Department now, it is in shambles. Let me give you a couple of statistics that just happened recently. And this is, as of a couple of months ago, the new bill or new introduction of legislation that's happening in that city in defunding the police that should go into effect December 2nd of 2021. So right around the corner. Here's what it basically they're saying. Replace police department with the Department of Public Safety. Well, you might say, well, that's just a terminology thing. Yeah, but it gets stupider than that. Now, these new department public safety officials would be licensed peace officers. So it does. It sounds like they're going towards a social worker type of groupie, not your bang bang police officer. And of course, this Department of Public Safety would have administration authority consistent with other city departments. You know, water and sewer parks, libraries, and of course, the new Department of Public Safety. Sort of like going around giving out notices to everybody that they're doing the wrong thing. Of course, the responsibility of public safety would go up in the air in a big question mark because nobody would know what is this new concept. Because leftists are not very particular in facts, it is confusing to those citizens that are outraged and, of course, surprised that this thing is actually about to go into effect the 2nd of December, 2021. Many in the great city of Minneapolis are starting to stand up and complain. Why? Because the most affected are going to be the poorer neighborhoods, believe it or not. They're not going to have real cops patrolling. They're going to have something called the Department of Public Safety, which is licensed peace officer. And nobody really knows what the hell that means because nobody's explained it. But it's turned into legislation and it's about to be going into effect the 2nd of December. But it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out as we go along. Yep, really happening. Cancel culture. Say something you don't like. We're going to jump on you and make you disappear. We're going to deplatform whatever you're standing on. If I can't get to you, I'll get to your provider, your bank, your kid's school. I'll find something. 
You see, we learned this many, many years ago in Bolshevik Russia, how to do this, and we're going to use it today. It's effective. It will ruin you. It doesn't matter not to have an opinion in the Bolshevik states of America. What is wrong with you? So that is part of the cancel culture, which is growing like a fungus. The Marxist background, as I said, Communist Russia, they used, uh, especially Lenin, a lot of these tactics that you're seeing today. It was ruin, destroy everything in place and replace it with your Marxist background. Replace it with your philosophy so you can dominate, be dominant and control. Control and control. So how's it going so far? Well, I got some good stuff for you. I'm going to show you how it's going as we go through the list of democratic cities which have run aground. They're so low that their polling is a lot lower than Joe Biden. That's pretty low. Crime is surging in these cities. And we'll talk about it. Minneapolis, the city council has recently approved cutting $10 million from police budget. This is the first permanent cut with more expected to follow. But again, remember, it's also talking about the new Department of Public Safety, which is licensed peace office. You need to get your license. Seattle, <coughs> excuse me. The uh, Seattle City Council plans to cut the Seattle Police Department's budget by 50%. Well, no, 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 no. We're not having you. No, we're going to cut 50% of your budget. And has already approved cutting $76 million out of the 2021 budget for police. Yep. How's that working for the city of Seattle with crime soaring, soaring, and soaring? New York City, of course, Mayor DeBozo won't be outdone by any of these other Bolshevik cities. He, uh, New York City, has officially agreed on a budget that shifts, shifts. This is sort of the Uncle Joe's reallocate. Shifts roughly $1 billion, with a B, from the police department, but advocates, uh, advocates and lawmakers say the change doesn't go far enough. We can go a lot. A billion? For real? That's all? Of course, everything is going up. 130% in New York City increase in shootings this year alone and murder. Eh, let's not talk about that. That has also increased in every borough of the city of New York. Chicago! Chicago! Of course, we can't leave them out. It's time for our cities to seriously look at cutting the police department, said the Chicago City Council. As crime goes up, the council people see the need to cause more chaos by cutting the budget. And as you know, crime in Chicago is through the roof. Recently, a police officer, female police officer, was killed in the line of duty where the Chicago police officers turned their back to the gargoyle they have as a city mayor. Portland, Oregon, how's it going for them over there? 
The Portland City Council cuts $15 million from the police budget earlier this year. $5 million of that will be put towards a new program that sends unarmed first responders, unarmed first responders to, to answer homelessness calls. You don't need a gun. Well, you don't need that for defunding the police is a victory. We're not done, said Portland City Council. Violent crimes in Portland are up 240% from 2019. But who's counting? Who's counting? Atlanta, coming in with some foolishness too, has just cut their city's corrections budget by 60%. Do you need money to be for these crooks in jail? No, you don't. And by converting the Atlanta City Jail into a equity health and wellness, whatever the hell that means. And of course, murder is up 86% in the city of Atlanta. But who's looking? Victims of shooting, 165% increase. No, no, no. We're turning that jail over into health and welfare. It's a, you can't make it up, folks. The Los Angeles City Council has come into this foolishness as well. Recently approved a new study to find ways to cut the Los Angeles Police Department budget by $100 million to $150 million. This is the dawn of a new era of public safety in Los Angeles, said the Los Angeles City Council. Of course, the murder rate is up. Double digits rise in homicides in the last past two months. But doesn't matter. This is a new era in public safety. And Baltimore, now to be outdone, the Baltimore City Council has approved $22.4 million budget cut for the police department. I am proud to lead the city council that took the first steps to respond, reduce Baltimore's budget dependency on policing. City Council President Brandon Scott. Homicides in Baltimore, believe it or not, are pacing ahead of last year record-breaking rate. 164 people have been murdered this year alone in Baltimore. Thanks, Scott. Great plan you got there. The city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, has has been has planned 19 million dollar increase for police department and shifted that's a good word 14 million from the current police budget so i give you 19 but i shift 14 it is counterproductive to increase spending on police philadelphia city council homicides are up 28 percent uh above last year but never, no, don't mind that. Don't don't be worried about that because the average 4.7 people are shot per day. So you know, you know, come on. And of course, the nation's capital, the city of Washington D.C., where George turns over in his grave. The D.C. Council Committee unanimously, that there was nobody against it, approved a plan to defund the police department's budget by more than $15 million. They don't need that. There are too many people still stuck in their old ways of law and order kind of approach. D.C. Council member 
David Grosso, another brilliant brain. Homicides are up 23% more than last since uh, 2019, but who's counting? D.C. homicide total surpassed 100 for this year. And one thing that's in common in all these woke cities is they're Democratic cities. Democratic cities. You know, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. You know who I'm talking about. Come on. Come on. For those that voted, come on. We see you. We see you hiding behind the couch. Come on. Get up. Raise your hand. That's their plan. But while they're doing that, Republican cities and states are increasing their funding for police, backing their police officer. Crime is down and economies are booming in those cities and states. Great job. The Bolsheviks, communist cities and states in America should be ruining those places beyond belief real soon. All right, let's get back to our outline. Uh, and so we read to you how it's going. And of course, Uncle Joe's famous reallocate funding, which is pay Paul to steal from Paul to pay Peter. And Joe doesn't call it defund. Come on, man. I, you know, you take some fun and you reallocate it. Come on. That's Joe's simplistic way of saying you take the money away. Either way, it's defunding. But the Democrats think that Americans are stupid, deaf, and dumb, and, and of course, blind. They can't see if any of this coming. So we play with words, and we do a little Jedi mind trick on you, and you forget all about it as crime in your cities go way way up and of course we rounded off at uh, outline number A remove or disband units you know the NYPD under Mayor DeBozo he single handedly crippled the NYPD by removing the anti-crime unit a unit that was very effective in the city of New York mostly working in plain clothes, undercover type of operations where police officers look like potential victims to bad guys when the bad guy moves in to get what is really an undercover officer and to become a victim, the police surround the bad guy, pull out their guns, freeze, put your hands up, and they arrest him. But Mayor DeBozo over at Mayor of the city of woke said we don't need that and he disbanded it and uh, we read the statistics in new york great job they're doing over there so removing effective units that are part of this defunding or reallocating so you still have the money but that unit now doesn't exist Go, 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 go to patrol. Go stand on the street corner. And that is what's replacing something that was finding bad guys and putting them in jail. But that's what happens when you have civilian oversight over law enforcement. So let's wrap it up. 
Who's cooking the books? Well, I can tell you who they are. They're the ones that a whole lot of people, supposedly over 80 million, voted for to be in power. They're the Nancy Pelosi group, Chuck Schumer group, Joe Biden group, Camilla Harris group, crazy mayor in your town or city group, as they're killing America slowly, strangling it, bamboozling Americans with terminology like defund and reallocate, you're getting mugged in your front lawn and beat up in, in the consequences of actually trying to figure out what's going on, you become a victim over and over and over again. But don't matter because that same mayor is going to run for re-election and the masses are going to go out blind, deaf, and stupid and do it and repeat it all over again. It's madness, but it's happening at a democratic city near you. You need to be awake and make sure if you don't have a democratic city mayor in your area, that you make sure you keep on voting to keep them out of there. That'll make your family a whole lot safer. So, what's up next? Well, we dive back into the Wise Guys series and the Lucchese crime family as we continue our journey looking at what Tommy Lucchese created, part of the five families of New York, course, uh, of course, part of the commission of La Costa Nostra, better known as Mafia, for those that don't know how to say it. And we are going to look at Anello Milagro, and he was a powerful member of the Lucchese crime family, came in under uh, Loratro, Joe Loratro in Corona, Queens. We discussed him. Gambling operation would become a capo right probably during the time that Joe Lucchese retired and uh, Loratro, he still hung on. But remember in our episodes prior, we had talked about Corona had two capo regimes, one being Joe uh, Lucchese and the other one being Joe Loratro. Well, as Joe Lucchese uh, retired, Anello Melagro was brought into the picture. So we're going to be discussing him on episode 251 as we continue our Wise Guys series. Now it's time for the Word of the Week. On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. John 7.37 John chapter 7, verse 37 Of course, you can pick up more on what I read here on a wall series in RadioCopNation.com. We'll eventually get to that. As you know, I'm doing all these series on the last days. So every one of these episodes, I'm going to be reading a text about the last days. And soon enough, I'm going to start pouring out 
those episodes on what I've been reading. So you can catch us there. As always, it is my honor and pleasure to be your host on Radio Cop Podcast. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, your community, your law enforcement agencies that protect you, and most importantly, continue to pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I hear those sirens. I got to go.